Turns out that in Australia, they also have leftists. That was a gang of genocidal anti-Semites outside the Sydney Opera House chanting, gas the Jews, gas the Jews. They were, they were chanting the mob. It's a peculiar thing, this. I want to know who's more dangerous, the Islamists around the world or the left around the world? Which gang of murderous, blood-drenched, bloodthirsty ghouls is more dangerous to civilization? And... um, represents the greater evil, the Islamists or the left? And uh, I'm not sure that's an easy question, but I think think maybe it is. The left, I think, is more ghoulish, more blood-drenched, and more dangerous, and now they've brainwashed generations of of the youth, and uh, they got the youths out there in the street. They got the youths in uh, New York. It was the uh, who is it? The Democratic Socialists of America, which is Bernie Sanders' party, and so many so-called Democrats, so-called liberals are actually members of the Democratic Socialists of America, uh, organizing the radical, uh, anti-Semitic, genocidal rallies in New York and Los Angeles and Atlanta and Washington, D.C., and in Sydney, Australia, where the charming little doves were chanting, Gas the Jews! good old-fashioned Holocaust reference there because, you know, Herr Hitler and his Socialist Workers' Party, they, uh, of course, gassed the Jews in, a, in an industrialized way in an effort to exterminate them from the face of the earth. And uh, that movement, that effort, continues to this day. Uh, the Islamists, Hamas and Islamic Jihad and Hezbollah and Iran and the Ayatollahs and the list goes on and on around the world, Uh, hell-bent on uh, the total destruction of the Jewish state because they can't stand to have a functioning democracy in their midst where women have rights and even gay people have rights. They have parades, and they don't hang them from cranes and chant Allah Akbar, as, for example, they do in Tehran when they're hanging people accused of being gay. Or they've got a big practice of throwing them off of tall buildings, too, with their hands tied behind their backs because they think that's fun, and all the uh, uh, citizens, you know, they come out and they chant um, Allahu Akbar while they're murdering the Jews. But in Israel, where they actually do have rights for everyone, well, the left can't sit still for that. Uh, they love genocide. You know, that's like they got the black genocide going on in the United States of America, harvesting the organs of 40% of their unborn babies uh, and exterminating 400 out of every, every 1,000 pregnancies, sometimes 500 out of every 1,000 in New York City and other places like that. But pay no attention to that. And uh, e- extraordinary stuff. And, and the left in this country, we got Rashida Tlaib. You know who she is. She is a Democrat member of the House of Representatives because Democrat voters voted her in and sent her to Washington more than once to represent them. And she, Rashida Tlaib, 
has uh, in front of her congressional office in the congressional office building. I'm not sure if it's the same one that was evacuated because that idiot Democrat pulled the fire alarm. What a genius. And uh, and there's Rashida Tlaib, who is a genocidal racist, a genocidal anti-Semite, and a mainstream member of the Democrat Party. She has a Palestinian flag. It's called a Palestinian flag. There is actually no Palestine, but they have a Palestinian flag because they're planning on killing all the Jews and taking the patch of sand and turning it into a beep hole, just like the Gaza, which is now being bombed uh, until it probably be reduced to ashes before all is said and done. And uh, that may be justice. Uh, but, you know, the left loves to talk about justice all the time. What that always means is killing their enemies, and their enemies are many. And they, uh, their enemies include the Jews, the Jewish people. And the Jewish state <clears throat> must be wiped out from the river to the sea, from the River Jordan um, on their east to the Mediterranean Sea on their west. And uh, they must all be driven into the sea so they can, uh, uh, honestly, it's uh, one, one of the elements in all this is that Israel has switched off the electricity to Gaza because the troglodytes, the pit-dwelling, blood-drenched ghouls of Hamas and Islamic Jihad, you know, the Islamists, um, they can't generate their own electricity because they're troglodytes, you see. You know, they're the Morlocks. They slither out of caves and out of cracks, and they uh, grab people and murder them, and they may eat them later like cannibals because, you know, nothing is beneath them, that's for sure. And some of the gruesome details of what they've been doing um, are almost too crazy to even talk about on the radio, but I can tell you that they're not showing them on television. They're not showing the gruesome deeds on television. And uh, most of the news media is barely reporting on the, on the, the gruesomeness of it all because the, so much of the media run by leftists have taken up the, uh, the crusade, the cause of Hamas, radical Islamic terrorist, genocidal anti-Semites that they are. And, and the media, um, boy, our media is the worst media. We've never had such a terrible media, not since electricity for sure. It's truly extraordinary. But Rashida Tlaib has a Palestinian flag in the hallway in front of her congressional office. And it's, it's not like a little flag that your kid waves while riding a tricycle. It's a six-foot flag on a nine-foot flagpole in front of her congressional office. And she should not only be expelled from Congress, she should probably be uh, deported from the United States or catapulted into the Atlantic Ocean with a uh, giant uh, apparatus, bit of apparatus. She, uh, honestly, this is Michael Piercy and I were talking about this this morning. And I said, well, this is, isn't this kind of like um, some German flying a Nazi flag outside of their congressional office on Capitol Hill on September 5th of 1939? September 5th, 1939, and I'm looking at at Michael here, and he was real busy, and he sort of shrugged. He said, it would be like throwing dates at me at 8 o'clock in the morning, but he did. So you see Nazi Germany, Herr Hitler and his Socialist Workers' Party invaded Poland. They invaded Poland on September 1st, 1939, and here we are uh, four days later, and uh, so, you know, the equivalent of, of, of September 5th, 1939, and having a Nazi flag outside of your office. And that's what Rashida Tlaib is. And I have some great audio for you 
from uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and from members of Congress here in the United States of America and some of the sharp-toothed media weasels who are uh, uh, traitors to Western civilization, not to mention the very concept of journalism and, and uh, the fourth estate because, boy, they're, they're not on our side. Uh, the Democrat Party is not on our side. The Democrat Party is not on our side. And, you know, that's America, the United States, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, uh, freedom-loving people everywhere, and also our allies and uh, Western civilization because Israel represents Western civilization in the midst of Indian territory. That's Yesterday was Indigenous Peoples Day. I hope you didn't use any electricity or running water or any written language in order to um, observe properly uh, Indigenous Peoples Day, which is actually Columbus Day. It's really Christopher Columbus Day, the Italian who was funded by the Spanish to discover America because, you know, we needed discovering. And, uh, and when he got here, you know, there was no Sistine Chapel, interestingly enough. But uh, never mind that. There were no horses. This is something most people don't know. There were no horses in North America or South America when Christopher Columbus, the Spanish brought in horses. But otherwise, everybody was on foot. Uh, they weren't riding camels or deer, uh, or antelope, or anything. They were walking, okay? And uh, now just everybody calm down. So pretty amazing stuff. Uh, and we've had these radicals in Washington, D.C., and, and again, you got the radical Islamists out there chanting, gas the Jews, gas the Jews, in front of the Sydney Opera House in Sydney, Australia. Beautiful location, I've been there before. Uh, those people that were chanting gas the Jews in front of the Opera House in Sydney are not fit for Western civilization. They are not a good fit for Australia. And uh, to the extent that Australia can expel them from the country, never to be allowed to return again, that should be done instantly. They should literally be grabbed, handcuffed, thrown on airplanes and sent to whatever beep whole country they came from in the first place. And here in the United States, the uh, exact same is true. If you're out there cheering what the uh, Islamists just did in Israel, uh, you should be beaten over the head with a billy club, handcuffed, thrown onto a transport plane, and brought to whatever beep hole you come from and pushed out uh, the side of the plane with a parachute, of course, uh, just like these guys paraglided in to murder 260 people at a concert in Israel the other day and then rape the women next to their dead boyfriends because that's what happened the other day. And Rashida Tlaib smiles and cheers that. Rashida Tlaib, and by the way, the United Nations yesterday, uh, condemned Israel. It was, uh, it was really... Uh, something. The, the United Nations should be turned into condominiums and it, it should be expelled. They should have their meetings in Peshawar, Pakistan, or they, they should uh, get the hell out of Western civilization because they're not fit for Western civilization either. Now, with uh, that said, the mobs of Islamists in New York and Times Square, in front of the White House, Joe Biden's White House, uh, and in other places across the United States of America, with the troglodytes uh, chanting in favor of the attempted genocide, the, the mass murder, the biggest massacre of Jews since the Socialist Workers' Party uh, uh, during World War II, the Holocaust. Uh, the, anybody who's cheering that, if you can be expelled from Western civilization, you should be expelled from Western civilization. 
because Western civilization is under threat. Western civilization is under attack. Israel is on the pointy end of that spear. They are the little Satan. We, the United States of America, are the great Satan. The Obama administration with Joe Biden and bolt-neck John Kerry, they saw to it that Iran would have unimaginable sums of money, tens and tens of billions of dollars, that the Obama people freed up for the Islamists in Tehran so that they could kill more Jews and other infidels because that is their stated mission. It is their raison d'etre. It is uh, their very reason for being. And their biggest financiers, their funders, are, of course, Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Joe Biden just freed up another $6 billion, which outside of the United States is still a lot of money. Every place else, that's a ton of money. Here, that's uh, Joe Biden's family walking around money for hookers and uh, um, and strippers. Of course, they don't pay the strippers. They, they, they uh, go to court to try to keep from paying child support because they're keeping it classy. And you saw Joe Biden's, Joe Biden's brother posting naked pictures of himself on a gay dating website because the whole family is a gang of sexual deviants. Ask Tara Reid. Ask Bo Biden's widow and Bo Biden's widow's sister. Ask the stripper Hunter knocked up. Ask the Russian hookers. Ask Ashley Biden, who said that her father used to shower with her uh, until she was way too old and she later became a sex addict because of it. Pay no attention to the Biden family behind the curtain. Uh, Boy, boy, oh boy. But uh, back to the Islamists and their left-wing allies, because who loves a good mass murder better than the left? And that's why the Democratic Socialists of America, Bernie Sanders' party, has organized these anti-Israel, pro-murder-the-Jews rallies in New York and Washington and Los Angeles and Atlanta and beyond because they love death more than we love life. That's an old Al-Qaeda saying for those following along. Just uh, just amazing. So some headlines, some headlines for you. Pro-Palestine protesters can't ja- chant, gas the Jews outside Sydney Opera House. Australia's leaders condemn abhorrent behavior. Sure. Israeli survivors recount terror at music festival where Ham- Hamas militants, it should be mutants, killed at least 260 and then raped the survivors and took them hostage. And there are Democrats like Rashida Tlaib that are flying their flag in the halls of Congress. I don't know if she can be expelled from the country, but she should. 11 Americans that we know of so far murdered by the troglodytes and Democrats across America cheering them. Only Democrats. But keep in mind that, you know, white supremacists are the biggest threat and Catholics and Trump voters are the biggest threats to our to our republic, right? Joe Biden and Barack Obama funding them. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. You know, it's a little bit of a world gone mad, isn't it? Kind of a world gone mad thing going on. Uh, I know a lot of people are stressed out about this. I've spoken to a number of people that are stressed out about this. Um, you know, fear not. This too shall pass, just like World War II and the Cold War did. So uh, don't worry. All right, let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to Ray calling from Manassas, Virginia. Ray Ray, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, uh, you know, the, the price of freedom is being able to do what Tlaib is doing. Now, when we go back to World War II, two famously anti-Semite uh, Nazi supporters were Lindbergh and uh, Henry Ford. Now, talking about anti-Semites, how come Obama hasn't weighed in? I think that and maybe was- late last night he put out an ex-post which didn't say very much, and uh, I'll, I'm going to grab that for you because, you know, I think he called for a straight on both sides and then for somebody to send him money. And then just bringing up another issue concerning Robert Malley, uh, the uh, recently, uh, how we call him, cashier representative to Iran. He apparently was a uh, high school chum of, of uh, our secretary of state. It's interesting how when you stir the bowl, the awful comes up to the top very quickly. Stir the bowl and the awful comes to the top. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, you can, trans- you, you can translate that yourself. Sure, sure. No, and you're right. At the beginning of World War II, you know, when Adolf Hitler and the Nazis took over, after World War I, and they were devastated in Germany economically and every other way by World War I, uh, and when the Socialist Workers' Party rose in Germany, uh, it's true that Henry Ford and uh, Charles Lindbergh, who was uh, German-American, uh, said, hey, this is great. Germany's coming back. But, you know, once they started invading Poland and things, uh, nobody was so much with them anymore. Rashida Tlaib uh, still has her Palestinian flag uh, flying outside her congressional office. And she's a member of Congress, which Henry Ford and Charles Lindbergh were not, of course. Yeah, I looked up last night to see if there's any member of Congress uh, involved in the Nazi issues, but I couldn't find anything. Yeah, well, you know, now we got now we got some. Yeah, you know, not to make excuses for Henry Ford uh, necessarily, but at the end of World War I, the Allied powers really crushed Germany, the Kaiser's Germany, and uh, left them bankrupt and destitute. And most historians would tell you that that uh, punishment uh, contributed to the rise of of the Socialist Workers' Party of uh, Adolf Hitler and to the next uh, terrible war and the most terrible war in the history of the world. But we're not done yet. You know, we could still outdo that. And uh, from a distance, you know, we didn't have cable TV and satellites and people weren't making videos with their cell phones and shooting you clips from Germany instantaneously because the patriarchy had not built all of that yet, uh, the terrible, awful uh, patriarchy. But nevertheless, 
And notwithstanding, you know, after a certain point, the invasion of Poland, then you've got to say, um, you're still with uh, these guys thinking that they're bringing back Germany and Europe and that's good? Mm-hmm. And it became a problem. But uh, you got to get into the weeds on that. And I'm not going to do that right now. So uh, let's go to uh, let's go to some audio here because the uh, the left again. I asked the question earlier: uh, Who's more dangerous, the Islamists or the left? And uh, that's a question that ought to be answered. And and while Ray is correct that it's the price we pay for freedom that Rashida Tlaib can fly a Palestinian flag outside of her congressional office, uh, which was there before the invasion by the radical Islamic terrorists, uh, and is still there, uh, that is the price we pay for freedom. I agree with you, Ray. And it also reveals who the Nazis are, because, and uh, Ray said he did some quick uh, uh, look up last night, look quick research, see if there are any pro-Nazi members of Congress in 1939 and beyond. And uh, said he didn't find anything right away, but you know sometimes these things these things uh, take a lot of research. Um, I know, but nevertheless, uh, Rashida Tlaib identifies herself. You know what is it? This uh, stupid uh, childlike phrase they love to throw around like it's genius um, when someone tells you who they are, believe them the first time. Uh, Barack Obama always loved to quote that one. And uh, when Rashida Tlaib tells you who she is, believe her the first time. And and the rest of them, Corey Bush, um, they are, you know, the goose-stepping genocidal anti-Semites of our day. So, um, honestly, the, uh, the, the swastika, the, um, you know, the, the red field with the white circle and the twisted black cross, the, uh, the swastika, the Nazi flag, everybody knows it. Talk about branding. You know, that was a big one. Oh, speaking of which, did you see the woman? It was in New York City last night, right, where the woman had the uh, Nazi flag on her phone, had the Nazi flag, the full red field, white circle, black swastika, on her flag while she was chanting against the Jews. And uh, that's who they are. When someone tells you who they are, believe them the first time, right? Now, here is, uh, since Ray asked... And we deliver. It's what we do. Here's Barack Obama. His middle name is Hussein, you know. I don't know if you're aware of that. Have you ever heard that before, Michael? His his middle name is Hussein. That's just a coincidence. Barack, he was Barry. He was was all kinds of different names because he's a chameleon. But never mind that. Here's uh, Barack Obama on uh, X. uh, And his X post reads, All Americans should be horrified and outraged by the brazen terrorist attacks on Israel and the slaughter of innocent civilians. It's okay if they're not innocent civilians. It's okay if they're military, who they've been decapitating, by the way, and throwing their heads around because they like to do that. We grieve for those who died, pray for the safe return of those who have been held hostage, and stand squarely alongside our ally, Israel. That's uh, uh, Barack Obama. That's, uh, that's what he said. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. As it dismantles Hamas. This is what he said. I had to tap on it to get more. As we support Israel's right to defend itself against terror, comma, we must keep striving for a just and lasting peace for Israelis and Palestinians alike. The poor Nazis need protecting. 
The genocidal, mass-murdering, blood-drenched ghouls need protecting. They have an equal status uh, because the Israel, the, uh, the the Israelis who are being attacked, you know, they're just they're, some of them were killed, and then the Israelis uh, struck the troglodytes and uh, killed some of them. So now the left says, "Oh, see, some were killed here and some were killed there. Let's call it quits. Let's just call it a day and move along." And that's what Barack Obama is uh, saying here. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And um, gay patriot tweeted right after. Um, uh, Barack Obama, photos from the the leftists and the Islamists protesting against the Jews and in favor of the Jewish genocide in New York City. And here's the woman holding up her phone with the Nazi flag on her phone. We were debating whether it's a sticker on the back of her phone that's the Nazi flag or whether she went on the internet and called up the Nazi flag on her screen and then held that up for the cameras, which she's proudly doing. But make no mistake, these are the Nazis of today. And the left, again, I talked about this yesterday, the left marries up quite conveniently, comfortably and casually, with the Islamists that are represented here by Hamas, a radical Islamic terrorist group of blood-drenched mass murderers, Uh, The Islamic Jihad, also in the Gaza, which is being pulverized right now, and uh, rightly and justifiably so. Uh, And Hezbollah in the north, and all of them being backed by Iran. And keep in mind that Iran's number one source for funding is Barack Obama, and now their number two source for funding is Joe Biden. And if you're an American Jew, and you're a Democrat, you need to move to Gaza and uh, get an apartment there. I think that rents just dropped considerably, although there may may be fewer units than there were a couple of days ago, and there will be fewer units still after a few more days. Honestly. Uh, 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 uh. And uh, there it is in this, uh, this moral equivalency. Speaking of which, let's go to the United Nations. Let's go to the United Nations from yesterday, where the Human Rights Council at the United Nations, um, came forward with a kind of a crazy, wacky thing where they they condemned Israel, the Human Rights Council at the United Nations, which honestly ought to be, um, they should be kicked out and the building should be converted to condominiums. They should give it uh, to illegal aliens. They should make it illegal alien housing in New York, I think, because that's what we really need. And um, here is the Pakistani ambassador to the United Nations, keeping in mind Pakistan provided safe haven to Osama bin Laden for years after September 11th. Uh, There are a lot of blood-sopped ghouls in Pakistan as well. Not everybody. Just the leadership and, you know, of the uh, civilian and military leadership. But uh, Zaman Mehdi is Pakistan's ambassador to the United Nations, and he uh, took the microphone yesterday because the Human Rights Council was coming out to say something. They're not quite sure what. On behalf of the OIC member states, we express our deep concerns over the loss of innocent lives in the occupied Palestinian territory and elsewhere. Hang on. In the occupied uh, territory, they, they condemn the uh, lives and uh, mourn the lives lost. In, uh, not in Israel, 
Did you notice that? By omission, um, screw the Jews. Uh, What about the terrorists that have lost their lives? Because that's what they're concerned about at the United Nations. That's what the United Nations was up to yesterday. The poor, poor terrorists. How dare the Israelis kill the people that are trying to exterminate them in order to stop them. Ambassador Zaman Mehdi. Regrettably, this whole huge loss of lives and unabated violence is a sad reminder of more than seven decades of illegal foreign occupation, aggression, and disrespect for the international law, including UNSC resolutions. That's a condemnation of Israel by the United Nations at the Human Rights Council there. And uh, they are not on the side of civilization. And they should be expelled from the United States of America. The United Nations, you know, Pfizer saved more lives last year, the pharmaceutical company, than the United Nations saved last year. That is, uh, that's a fact check. One American pharmaceutical company saved more lives than the United Nations saved last year. I've got a lot of other amazing stories, too. For for example, today is Real Women's Day because it's XX1010 and my best girl's birthday. And some crazy person crashed their car through the the wall, the front glass wall of the Chinese consulate in San Francisco, and then the police shot him to death, which uh, seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Uh, And RFK Jr. jumps into the race and leaves the Democrat Party, the first Kennedy ever to leave the Democrat Party. That's a big story today, too. It is, uh, these are amazing times. So the United Nations, they came out to condemn Israel, their very existence, seven decades, he's condemning. Um, Now, listen, beephole country guy. Uh, There are planes, thanks to the patriarchy, every hour on the hour that would allow you to get the hell out of here, and I think it'd be excellent if you did. Uh, The ambassador to the United Nations from Pakistan, Zaman Mehdi. We call on all parties to exercise restraint and honor the human rights obligations. Uh In this context, the so-called declaration of war and attacks on civilian population and their properties is deeply distressing. Now there was... We remain concerned about the human cost of the escalating situation. Nothing but civilians attacked in Israel, of course, and no condemnation of that. Uh, They might fall back on some semantic... Well, there's a general broad condemnation of violence over here. Uh, B.S. uh, Osama bin Laden protector, honestly. And uh, the human rights? Well, then, maybe the troglodytes from hell... Uh, who are chewing on the flesh of babies, should release the hostages that they're raping. And by the way, they're famous for raping the men as well uh, in Afghanistan and beyond. Quite famous for for that. And the women that they kidnapped from the outdoor concert where they murdered at least 260 people flying in on paragliders with, uh, with motorized... Uh, propulsion systems, fans on them, and then uh, murdering 260 people at a music festival. And, and the, the stories are so ghoulish. Now, my, uh, my friend Matthew Foldy, Matthew Foldy, who is wonderful and he's uh, occasionally on my uh, show on Newsmax, one of the panelists on my show on Newsmax, The Right Squad, at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Matthew Foldy was wandering in downtown D.C. yesterday, and he found graffiti. Uh, put there by leftists, 
And the graffiti says, no innocence on stolen land. No innocence, that is to say, no one on stolen land is innocent. And that means the Jews in Israel, because they don't have a claim to Israel that goes back to Moses and the pyramids. Um, so it's stolen land. That's what the, that's what the radical left, uh, who are the biggest bunch of murderers in history, that's what they say. No innocence on stolen land, which is uh, this graffiti person's, uh, I almost said artist, but they're not artists. The, uh, and then it says free Gaza, free Gaza, right? So no innocence on stolen land. That means you can kill them all because they're not innocent because the land is stolen. But wait, because next is the United States, which the radical extremist left gang of murderers, they like to say that the United States is stolen land because Native Americans, right? So my friend Matthew Foldy took a picture posted it on an ex-post, and he said, spotted in D.C., graffiti saying no innocence on stolen land, urging genocide of Jews in all of Israel, spotted today in Logan Circle. I drive through Logan Circle every day, uh, twice a day. Uh, One of D.C.'s most liberal neighborhoods, Matthew writes, insane and disgusting. Sadly, the D.C. City Council is too busy legalizing crime to care. And that is entirely correct. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, I got to tell you, yes, sir, the New York Post, Ilhan Omar stokes outrage with plea against sending U.S. weapons back to, quote, war crime, end quote, in Israel. Because Ilhan Omar uh, says that Israel is the war crime here and not, of course, what the troglodytes are doing. One last ambassador, Mehdi, from the United Nations yesterday, making clear what that organization is worth. We request observing one-minute silence for the loss of innocent lives, including women, children, and the elderly. It is also an occasion to remember victims of decades of foreign occupation in the occupied Palestinian territory. Foreign occupation. I request you all to stand for one minute to honor those victims. They stood for one minute, then they all detonated their suicide vests and killed everyone in the chamber, and the United Nations collapsed into the basement. So it wasn't all bad. That's, uh, that's your United Nations. That's, the, that's what they call human rights at the United Nations. And you've got Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, and they are on the side of the enemies of civilization because they are the left. They're not liberals. They're the left. The only gang of murderers on earth that are bigger ghouls than the troglodytes are the left, who obviously come out in support of the murderous, genocidal anti-Semites, the ghouls, the troglodytes, and the left is with them. Now, you know Riley Gaines, the, another example of the left, and uh, what do you hear, the president of Penn State? Today is 10-10, the date, October 10th. Riley Gaines cleverly announced a couple of weeks ago that she wanted to make 10-10, which is XX in Roman numerals, and we must remember the Roman Empire every day, as I uh, tend to do. 
because of the greatness of the Roman Empire. But uh, Riley Gaines said, hey, let's make 1010XX, which is the chromosome for women, right? Women have XX chromosomes. That's how we know they're women. Democrats don't, but that's because their brains are no good. Um, But she said, let's make October 10th Real Women's Day, Real Women's Day, because the Democrats are suffering from gender dysphoria and mass, and they're anti-Semites. Um, and so Riley Gaines had scheduled an event today, 1010XX, Roman numerals, Real Women's Day, at Penn State, but Penn State canceled her event and uh, then um, uh, that first the, the lefties were upset that she was given a venue because she's a real woman and they hate real women. They, they're anti-woman, the Democrat Party. They grope women. They, they uh, sexually assault women from Bill Clinton and Joe Biden uh, across the board. Where's Anthony Weiner? Uh, you know, we got Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Swinstein and uh, the list is too long. It's only a three hour show. But that's the Democrat Party. And uh, part of why they, I guess, support Hamas attacking the concert and and murdering 260, not as many as Chicago, and and then, uh, you know, raping uh, the women because... So Riley Gaines says Penn State canceled her Real Women's Day speech, calls out school's hypocrisy. Sure, sure. Yeah, the school says, well, she missed her deadline for submitting the request for the room reservation. That's what happened here. I'm going to have more on that coming up. And the Democrats love the troglodytes. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.